Hey yo, hey yo, hey yo, hey yo, it's the MOE yeah, that show. What is going on, y'all? It's your man Simo from Mo Media, where no one's got us like us. And I'm happy to be here on an amazing Wednesday. The weather's great, the world is aight. But um, other than that, man, we having a good old time, man. As per usual on Wednesdays, I am your humble host, Simo, aka the Black Samurai, aka the Kid Termay, aka. The guy who need a, who need a trim on his uh, afro right now, but still we looking clean outside the camera. Hey, to the left of me, I got my co-host Kariga in the building. What's good, everybody? Your boy Kariga stepping in the building, about to have a dope hangout. Let's yes. get it. Yes, sir. And we just heard light work from you. Yes, man. <laughs> you got me performing that live right now, man. Thank you. Yeah, we should love over here. And this is going to be a very, very amazing episode because we are here with not a dope, I usually call my Dope Hangouts alumni here, but we're here with uh, an alumni of mine, alumni of the LA Film School. We both went there and we linked up from the LA Film School homecoming after all these years, for me at least. I got on the Zoom call right now, on the line, a beat maker, audio engineer, a modern Charlie Parker mixed with Alibaba. The castle is on the line with us, ladies and gentlemen. What is popping, my man? Thank you for joining the dope hangout. Yes, sir. Um, how are you today? Oh, love. We're gonna have to probably cut the. Uh, we're gonna have to cut the uh, the bed music. Yeah. <laughs> uh, there we go. Go ahead, my man. How are you today? Doing pretty good, man. Woke up a little bit ago, taking care of the dog, getting some music going. Good old Wednesday morning. Yeah, yes, staying creative, staying creative. Uh, are you currently in uh, uh, Los Angeles right now or California right now? Yeah, I'm in downtown right now. Downtown, man. Yeah. Downtown LA, let's go. Yeah, yeah, so laughs. LA Film School, the Los Angeles Film School, the infamous one and only um what year did you graduate you know for people for people that don't know uh we, we can get into a real real quick bio about it man that school uh is uh i you know i want to say an umbrella for multimedia arts you know what i'm saying got the recording program we got the um uh, video game production program we got the film of course and uh animation yes yeah and i'm pretty sure they have the gaming section now that's yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. The gaming section, video game production. Yeah. Uh that's actually where I graduated from in uh twenty thirteen. Oh, let's go. <laughs> I don't tell a lot of people this man since I veered off into a new you know, a new industry, a new type of entertainment but yeah man graduate got my associates in the uh video game production but don't even use it but um you know maybe one day it'll get put to good use video game coming soon y'all stay aware <laughs> and castle you are alumni of the um recording program i actually did the music production program music production yeah. program okay yeah, it's the music production program I, you know they do sprinkle in some of the recording classes but that's mainly what i went for and to be honest i kind of really went for the gear more than anything uh, but you know being at the school i've you know the people i met at the school like one of my a lot of close friends through music i met at that school so you know one of the people who helped me get my jobs in the industry one of my favorite people to make beats with mm. you know all these people came from the school all these connections came from the school so at the end of the day it was kind of like a quid pro pro mm -hmm. damn right damn right um and 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 uh and what year are you again my man uh, I graduated 2018, April 2018. See, okay, just a couple years yeah. ago, just a couple years ago, man. Yeah. Um. So yeah, we linked up 
through the, you know, alumni homecoming. And there were people from my class all the way up to your class, even 2020 graduates as well. How many Instagrams do you think that you that you took down when everybody was like plugging themselves? Uh, how many Instagrams? We saw like a couple hundred Instagrams. I know I got everybody I was in the room with for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, the room that I was invited to. Uh, they, were, they were like showcasing everybody's music at that room. Um, and I think I got a couple off. Uh, off that little like when they had us all together while Joe was talking, and then, mm-hmm. yeah, I kind of had to go towards the end of that, so I kind of like you know what I mean, kind of just left there, and then yeah, but it was it was cool, it was cool seeing some people from the school that I hadn't seen in a couple of years and talking to people. Yeah, yeah, it was dope. Um, and and and, and yeah, like you said, they, they kind of ran it a little longer, I guess, than planned or something. But it, it went on for a very long time. And yeah, I wish yeah. I could stay for it all. But but there were some great moments in there, man. The directors were there. The the the, the heads of the, you know certain programs were there. Um, even one I forgot his role, but but one but one guy that I remember. Uh, he helps us get leads for jobs after oh, we graduate. Uh, um, yeah. Yeah, I forgot his name. Shout out yeah, to him. Car- it's, it's, his last name's Carpenter, but I don't know if his first name's like Blake or Bryce. I don't want to. Yeah, him. yeah, but I, shout- know, I know that for sure. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, I know, I know exactly what you're talking about. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, so you know, um, at least uh, we had a segment on here where we talked about like uh, life after college for certain people. Some people despise their college debt um, because. You know, they, 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 they can't use their, in some cases, they can't use their degree or the cases they don't use their degree. And, um, we had an amazing episode, me and Kriga about like, uh, just life, just life after. And I want to ask you, how has life after graduating, you know, been, of course, uh, pre pandemic, um, you know, I see a lot of things have been going on for you, but, but go ahead and tell us like how you felt graduating and then, you know, what you went on to do. Uh, it was kind of like a roller coaster, honestly. Graduated, mm-hmm. um, you know, we were still we were still doing shows on the house circuit at the time. I was we were doing shows with uh, this production company called No Invite. Uh, we were playing shows at the Fox in Pomona. We played the last few times. Oh, Fox, we played yeah. Avalon a few times, and you know we were we were you know just doing that circuit. And then you know I was still doing my day job at the time too, so it was like trying to balance everything. And then eventually. Uh, Eventually, we pivoted to a different production company. We just kept doing shows, you know what I mean? It's just making music, doing shows, trying to pay the bills while, you know, trying to figure out how to do everything at once. And then <laughs> the pandemic right. hit and everything shut down. And now it's just kind of like just trying to get everything back on its feet, really. Damn right. What, get you, what got you into music production? Um, Honestly, I had, you know, a situation after I graduated high school. And, you know, after dealing with that, I went to my friend's house and we were just sitting there and he was making beats and i'm just giving input and it's working and everything i'm saying is making the beat sound better and it's working. <laughs> so i decided one day you know growing up in egypt a lot of my friends from back home are djs and producers a few of them tour in egypt so it's 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 always been around me and it was just one of those moments like all right you know what maybe let's just go ahead and try this yeah, yeah. that's right that's right yeah. that's what i'm talking about yeah. what program do I you like use that. Uh, I use Ableton. But oh, I okay. Yeah. And then I, when I record, I record on Pro Tools. Let's go. Let's go. Yeah. Having multiple uh, DAWs to work with for sure. Yeah. You got to use what you got in the toolbox. That's right. Honestly, yeah. That's yeah. Them DAWs. And then, and then Pro Tools, of course, is LA Films go to. <laughs> and then, yeah, you know, because it's, 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 it's industry program. standard. It's mm-hmm. industry standard. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. My man Kriger knows someone. Just, you know, easy to mix on. You get everything done. If you know what you're doing, you can get everything done real fast. So it's, it's, it's still solid. Yeah, facts, bro. 
That's yeah. really dope. That's really dope. Because uh, I I look I was like thinking about going into music production too. I don't know why, but like I find making music. I know like, why. <laughs> right, I know. my man gets gets down. <laughs> but like, did you end up going? Oh, I ended up going towards psychology. But okay. yeah, okay. but like I do make music as like one of them coping skills for sure. And yeah. producing okay. beats is like you know that's one of the main things like that yeah. get your mind going. Mm-hmm. And what's your yeah. da again? What's your da? Oh, Logic Pro X, and uh, I use GarageBand sometimes, and then of course Pro Tools. That was the yeah. first program I used. Uh, it yeah. was hard. <laughs> YouTube tutorials, like, they they spend 30 minutes talking about nothing. And I'm just like, <laughs> damn. Yeah, yeah, they all think you kind of know what you're going to come in here to do. And you're just kind of, like, trying to get, like, the fine. The exactly. Fine it's just like, no. Yeah. Social is definitely not one of those YouTube-friendly programs. Oh, for so real. For real. Was, like, FL, I feel like we've learned how to just go in and out of that program just all off YouTube. Right? <laughs> Come on, that's facts. That's those YouTube <laughs> that's tutorials. Yeah, yeah. See, I'm, I'm not a producer, y'all, so I just got Adobe Audition as my dad. So hey, that's what I'm, hey, you know what I'm saying? I, I work with Adobe Audition so for a minute. You make one just with that too. Exactly, yeah. <laughs> so shout out to all the producers out there doing their thing, man. Y'all tell us some clean producers. And, and okay, so a couple things I want, I want to go over because, uh, yeah, when you brought it up to me, I was going to ask you, you said you were raised in Egypt, man. I noticed uh, the yeah. track that we're going to play at the end of this, Ross Chatan, tell yeah. t- tell me what that name means, and also upbringing uh, in Egypt, then coming to states. Yeah. Well, well, I mean, I was yeah. born here. I was born out in Long Beach, and then when I was around nine, I moved to Egypt. So ah. I used to live in Egypt. Um, I used to live in the city on the tip of Sinai, like the southern tip, called Karmasish. So it's like this vacation city. People, you know, show up to like. It's always it's like tropical all year round. So throughout the winter, you get like you know the harsh winter European country. You get tourists from there. During the summertime, you still get tourists where it's cold in the world. So it was like throughout the years, just constant people coming through. Um, and throughout Sinai, there's a bunch of little tourist spots. You know, you have a city called Dahab, which literally translates to gold, which is like, you know, some beautiful mm. views, beautiful food. Um, and Rosh Hashanah is actually a campsite there. We can go camp with Bedouins and spend, you know, a couple of days with the tribe out there and like just be on the ocean and chilling in the campsite and all that good stuff. So that's, you know, when I was making that song, I have, you know, the, it's off a project called Sounds from Sinai, which is, you know, plays very dear to my heart considering I spent, you know, my formative years there. Mm. So that's where that's where the name of that comes from. And the other tracks on on the project are going to have similar names, Egypt from Sinai. Oh, I like that. Yeah. Yeah, that's dope, I'm man. about to tune in, Powerful man. meaning behind Apple it. Apple Music and Spotify, all platforms? Yeah, yeah, it'll be out on all yeah. platforms. I'm going to tap in. All that. Cool. Yeah. yeah, that's hard. And then is your most recent... Uh, 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 a single because I know uh, Rashatan is something new, right? Yeah, it hasn't come out yet. Ah, we get the exclusive, bro. Yeah, yeah. yeah. so you got Solitude. Solitude was your, uh, uh, you know, your most recent release before this. Uh, no, I've I dropped a couple of tracks, but I think my Instagram might I might have like archived a couple of them just because of just trying to go different route with the tracks I've been putting out. Okay, um, but the last track I put out uh, was this track Open Road with. Mm. Uh, the guitar licks on there are actually from another uh, film school alumni. This is Aaron, who's actually currently on tour right now. Okay. Uh, Shout out to Aaron. Yeah, he's on a big tour. Shout out to Aaron. I love this dude, man. It's like my little brother. But yeah, he sent me some guitar licks, and I worked them into a couple beats, and I put one of them out, and it was just like, you know, cool little cool little track to put out and just keep momentum out and stuff like that. But honestly, I haven't even really dropped anything since. Um, I was working on a project and decided to scrap it at, like when it was done and then started on this current one. That's right. So that's kind of where that's kind of where we're at with things. I hear that. Yeah, yeah. The pandemic, you know, uh, kind of put everybody in another, you know, 
roller coaster of emotions with that. Yeah, you know, you, oh, right. you, some people got yeah. super creative. Even me, when I got super creative, there are times I was like, damn, man, like, you know, like, I got, I'm getting, you know, I'm getting too sick at home, man, and, and I don't yeah, got no yeah. creative juices flowing and yeah, it's, uh, it's tough, yeah. scrap when, it. Yeah. People, a lot of people, too, like, people, a lot of people thrive on being outside. A lot of people yeah. Thrive yeah, outside. that interaction. Being just having social, social, social interactions, not even necessarily social interactions, just being outside, going out to trails and hikes and stuff like mm -hmm. that. And it's, it's where a lot of people draw that from. So mm -hmm. the pandemic was definitely hard, but for a lot of, you know, it's it. I feel like the pandemic was like perfect for producers because we're inside. Oh yeah, yeah come on. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Like we're just that's where we're at. So it was just like, all right, perfect. Now nobody can really bug us about being in here. Exactly. Yeah. Um. So before going to the recording program at Laughs, were you you know already tinkering tinkering around with? Uh, making beats and then when you yeah. got to laughs like did it just kind of just give you the foundation to run off where you are now or did it actually well, you think it taught happened, you so much um, yeah. what had happened was I, I didn't start going to the school until like three maybe four years into me making music and the main reason I went cause was because the torrented copy of Ableton I had actually just I couldn't reinstall it I tried to download Logic and it was just like I don't know uh, the damn bit don't yeah and my friend my friend was actually going to the school at the time uh this dude alexander he's killing it right now putting out crazy stuff you know he just did a marshmallow record too oh, okay uh, shoot. yeah killing it right now but um he uh he was at the school and we were just out one night and i was just asking him about it i was like yo so what's what's, what's the deal with the school man like how do you like it there like what, what do you get what do you get out of it what do you you know, and then he was just breaking it down. You know, they, they give you the laptop, they give you this, they give you that, and then most of the gear from the school I think I'm still actually using, to be honest. Yeah, um, I still got my laptop. Yeah, I'm, you know, I'm using my laptop. I, I run my sessions off my Mac Mini and stuff like that, but I don't have, I don't have a camera for it. So mm. I'm on my, Mac, I'm on my, the school laptop right now. <laughs> um, so, so as you know, as he was telling me that, I was like, all right, cool. So I need some gear. They got some gear. Let's get this going. Damn right. Um, and then, yeah, that's really how the whole thing at the school started. And, like, even once I got to, like, the Ableton classes, I was helping out. Uh, I had this dude, Jin, Jin Woo, who does a bunch of K-pop records now. But hey. this dude, um, he was, you know, I was helping him out, like, during the classes. It was just, it was just, uh, it was more of, like, just networking and fine-tuning for me at the school. At, more than, like, okay, no, we need some basics. We need some wheels to build on. Yeah. yeah, I seen you had a great placement with your uh, song with Aaron Cohen called uh, "See Red." Yeah, yeah, I actually I mixed and mastered that record for him. Yeah, oh, nice. yeah, yeah, and he went he went crazy with that record. Then he has a video to it, right? Yeah, he has. A yeah, video I was watching that. I was like, "This is hard. This is hard." Yeah, so. yeah, that video is hard, and, and Breakbill who made the beat went crazy on the beat, and yeah, that record was really fun to mix. To be honest, cool, real cool dude. Yeah, those good placements, that, that's really like a great motivating factor for you to just continue stronger with your production and yeah, everything. Yeah, you, know? you just got to keep going, you know what I mean? Um, at the end of the day, it's kind of weird with music because it's like, you know, I went almost like seven years without doing music full time. And yeah. if you go through that time and it's just like, all right, well, you know, what am I, is this really worth it or am I just having fun here? Like, am I going to get something out of this? Exactly. You know what I mean? And it's like, it's just like those little moments like that. It's like, all right, not cool. This is. I am getting something out of this. It's just not, just not seeing it at the time I want to see it. You know what I mean? That's, yeah. yeah, that's real talk right there. You know, just like, oh, uh, it's not, it's not always gonna be on our time. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. But yeah, that's the one thing, man. Like it's no, no two mountains are ever the same, and it's just real like talk. you just gotta look at it like that. And just at the end of the day, like it's, it's like it's weird seeing people 
drive before you, but at the same time, it's like, you know, everybody has their time. So. Yeah, exactly. yeah, everybody do does have their, do their time. You'll find your lane and your time to shine is going to come. Come yeah, because we we've seen like uh, at that at that homecoming mixer, we've seen some people who have just came out of graduating twenty twenty and already working on TV shows and 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 getting the Emmys from being part of the TV yeah, yeah, show, getting uh getting yeah, some people got Grammys that have graduated a couple years ago. So yeah, it's all about your time. And the first thing that they teach us, which is why I like this conversation, is networking. Mm-hmm. The first thing that yeah. they teach us. Is networking like get up, talk, shake hands, talk about the person, see how you can help them, and 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 that part, I, that part is actually emphasized more in this, yeah, in these in these past couple of years in this era, like 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 how can you help somebody? I feel like when I went in 2013, 2014, you know, um, um, the LA Film School, I'm, not, I'm gonna be honest, was looked at as like a type of ego type of thing. Oh, we're in Hollywood, you know, we here, we making it big, um, um, and they said network, but they didn't say offer your services. They were just like, go network, go talk. Um, and you know, at the time it was all about like how selfish you could be, but now it's about what you can give. So as long as, Hey man, you keep giving, bro, you keep making your music, man, you keep offering how you can help mix these, mix these, uh, gems, mix these songs. Shit. We on the way, man. On the way for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Down, keep working, and just at the end of the day, just you, you really just got to make sure you're you're doing what you need to be doing. Yes. Yeah, like you can't you can't be looking around. You just got to just focus on you and just get to where you need to go. Yeah, yeah. yeah our lanes are our, our lanes are just different. That's real. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And and I also, also too, you know, uh, admire your spirit, my man. I see, uh, you know, your activists with uh with, with social justice. You know, you like to call out things that are wrong. You, 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 I see it on your Instagram and I also see it in your link tree as well, man. The Black Lives Matter movement, the support the, uh, that you have for just social justice in this era is, is really great, my man. It's yeah, really I mean, great. You know, and being in I've LA. Yeah, I've seen it myself. You know, I'm, you know, I'm Egyptian, I'm Muslim. So it's like mm-hmm. being in LA, I've been on my side of things. You know, and I came over here and I was called Dan stuff and I was called Terrors and I was called mm-hmm. all kinds of stuff. So it's like, I get it. You know what I mean? I know how it's like, I've, been called weird stuff by cops. I've been in airports that that heard me speak Arabic, and all of a sudden I'm getting selected. For- yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. Oh, random selection. And it's just like you know, the one thing to be like, all right, cool, random selection. There's another thing to taunt me after it and make it very obvious why you're doing it. You know what I mean? Yep. Damn like, right. I I get it. You know what I mean? It's 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 really fucked up. So mm-hmm. it's, it's shit's got to change. Damn right, dude. And you know what? Like the changes that you're making, you know, your voice is impacting others out there for sure. And then at the same time, it's like we're growing into an era where it's like, you know, we're starting to broadcast the racists out there and the blame. Mm-hmm. Like, this is not the way to live anymore. Even yeah. like some of the racist people from the Confederate, mm-hmm. you know, that era, that time period, you know, their their great grandchildren are not following that same tradition. Like they're breaking barriers, too. So it's like it's only going to last so long. I feel we got yeah, years. Of, we got go years so ahead, far. but. Yeah, it can only go so far. Yeah, exactly. Like, especially now when we're when people are realizing like, oh, there's there's more power with us sticking together than there is with them. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, at the end of the day, like there wasn't really as much communication back then. People didn't really realize like, oh, okay, cool. We're all feeling the same way about this. Like, it's not just us. It's not like one group feeling like this. Nah, we're not really sure how they're feeling or if they mm-hmm. feel with us. Like, no, nah, we're we're all on one page about this. You know what I mean? I agree. So yeah. That's, that's, it's definitely gonna change as times keep going and communication. Communication stuff. It's the key. Yeah. It is. It is. And and I you know, I, I wish that it hadn't taken us this long to do it. But I think I think this is like the peak, the the, the waking point for people to be like, okay, look, all this generational 
shit that's been going on is is fucked up because yeah. it's just leading on to even today it's still leading on to some to some children you know some some bigoted parents are telling their children you know what not to be but their children are around you know black mexican chinese people arabic people that are like look mom dad what the hell are you talking about those are my friends they're good people you can't be yeah. bigoted yeah. towards them because you don't know them mm-hmm. you know i feel like you know 2020 2021 yeah, even 2019 um you know the, the, this movement that we're having the protest that we're having um, you know, against just racism, bigotry is, is, is waking the right people up Yeah, and we're going to get to our change very, very soon. <laughs> and at the same time, we're going to stay creators and we're going to, you know, j- just keep uh, moving the needle along as they say. Yes. Castle, I got one last question for you, my man. The, the golden question I love to ask all my guests, man, what is your end goal that, you know, I, I, I know time, I know it still take time for a lot of things, but as of right now, what can you see your end goal being? Honestly, man, I've said this a lot, and I, I just want music to lead me in a lifestyle I'd like to live. Mm-hmm. That's really all I really want. My fame and all that, kind of for the birds in my eyes. I just kind of want to just make music. It is for the birds. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's like I just want to make music and just be able to live the lifestyle I'd like to live, and then anything else is honestly just a bonus. Yeah, yeah. That, that producer credit, that writing credit, just put me in the credits of your album. I'll be happy. Man, I'm telling you, that's all. Like, that's all I need. Yeah, like, that's yeah. it. Put me in the credits. And just put me in the credits, man. Like, you know what I'm saying? I'll be behind the scenes. Just put my name in there. Yeah, yeah. we'll get it taken care of. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, sure. awesome, my man. Hey, hey, my dog. I appreciate you. It was amazing to meet you. Thank you for coming on the dope hangouts, yes. laughs, yeah, alumni, castle in the building, and um, you know, um, go ahead and let the people know uh, that are first seeing you today, first meeting you, where to find you, um, and uh, you know, projects that you got coming up. Uh, you can find me on Instagram and on Twitter. Uh, my handle is just at P underscore S-T-L-E. So just Castle with the underscore instead of the A. Um, and yeah, Sounds from Sun I should be dropping before the year's over. Yes. Hopefully around December, but I want to make them songs this because I'm real bad with that. <laughs> <laughs> For real, I'm just guessing it right now. Yeah. But yeah, no, we're hoping to just get the full mix mastered and out by December. That's right. Awesome, I'll be man. ready for that for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. we most definitely yeah. will, man. We'll be supporting it. Yeah, thank you for supporting us and Room Service Media. Everybody right. tuning in right now on the live stream, please make sure to click that like button, share button, follow Room Service Media, Room Service Radio LV on Instagram, and also follow me at First Pick CEE and my guy Kariga as well. Yeah, follow me on Instagram at X C A R I G A, and that's everywhere. X Kariga, tap in. And next time you see all three of us, we're going to be in the same room, shaking hands and making some music, man. Making some really, really Facts. good, talented music. We're about to get into on a commercial break. Raz Shatan by Castle right here on Dope Hangouts. Thank you, my man. Salute.
Yo, 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 it's the MOE that show. Welcome back. Thank you for sitting with us on the intermission. If you guys are just now tuning into the live, please, please, please go ahead and hit that like button, that share button, and follow Room Service Radio on Room Service Radio LV on Instagram. And, um, you know, if you're watching this video on YouTube, man, hit that subscribe button. Leave a comment below because right now we're about to get real, real informational because that's what we like to do, man. The motto is no one's got us like us. So we got the knowledge for all of us. Today in the building, I've got a dope hangout alumni. Glad to have another one back. We got Chazino in the building. He's the credit repair king and he's got the sec- uh, secret, the secret credit hacks. Dot com. You guys check him out. Chaz, welcome back to the Hangout, my man. How's it going, dude? It's going good. good. It's going good. Um, th- two alumni that never met together, Kariga and uh, Chaz. Oh, really? You're alumni, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Kariga was uh, one of my earlier dope hangouts when I was at level nine. Shout out to Scott. And uh, I think you're one of the one of the last ones when yeah. I was over with Scott, you know. But uh, but uh, you know, so much love for level nine. Of course, you know Scott's doing his thing. Man, we, we've got the type of relationship where we see each other in a couple months. It's like nothing brand new. Just like us, man, Chaz. So, so you've been in Vegas for how long now? Since April. So what is that like? Five months. Like, yeah, yeah. Oh my God. We, so that means we talked six, seven months ago. Yeah. Yeah. So um, <laughs> so you've been out here, man. You got yourself a property out here, and you've been helping people out in Vegas. You've also been chilling in the casinos, man. I see you're doing yeah, flipping bro, that thing. Bit, still, you know. still flipping yeah. while you're working. If so. they go back, if they go back to the uh, the last hangout, I think I mentioned briefly that like I really don't do casinos that much. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, we talked about it a little did, bit. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> After you started flipping, making yeah, yeah, some money, yeah. he said, "All right," but that's how it goes. Yeah. Have you lost big yet? No, bro. Like, well, thankfully, you know what I mean. Um, <laughs> that's you know, just, good. I can play casual, so you know I don't uh, go yeah, too much. Say, be careful. Yeah, I don't go too much anymore. I kind of like doing spurts now. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's been it's been dope. It's been fun. Hell yeah, yeah. That, that same thing with me when I first came out here, man. I was like, I was like. Man, fuck an extra job I'll just be working at the casino Flipping shit Didn't work out for too long <laughs> But uh, my man I'm glad to have you back here Because finances is something that um, Of course I don't talk about too often But I actually pride myself on uh, 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 Being financially smart And um, being responsible with my money Investing it And also making sure that my credit score Is something that is Um always monitored and always taken care of so we're gonna jump into a whole bunch of things finance but i know of course expertise is gonna be credit um wherever you want to start my man um ladies and gentlemen please turn your volumes up and and get some get some of this knowledge because uh we're gonna jump right into it we could talk about talk about credit and and start let's start start off with what you do for people here in vegas and even california too yeah yeah of course i mean um Keep it very simple. Uh, you know, as you mentioned, credit is very important, right? Go ahead, go ahead and get a little closer. Yeah, no problem. Yeah, credit is very important. So when it comes to, you know, credit as a whole, a lot of people aren't really educated on, you know, what it does for them and, you know, how it works for them and their benefit, right? So, you know, what we do is just to simply make sure that, you know, we first analyze people's credit, look at their score, look at their negative items, right? Look at, you know, what's going on with their report. And then with that, we make sure that, you know, we're able to take care of them by removing those negative marks, right? Because uh, a lot of times people don't even know that they have negative remarks on their credit. True. You know, so I've talked to dozens of people a day where they're like, yeah, I haven't looked at my credit score in, you know, two years, three years. I'm just like, that's scary. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, <laughs> especially coming from someone, you know, who looks at their credit report probably daily. 
You know what I'm saying? So, you know, then on top of that, you know, when I do speak with them, they're like, oh, I don't know. I, I didn't know I had that cable bill or I didn't know I had that, you know, that collection. And it kind of like, you know, it makes me wonder like, dang, so how important is their finances and how important is like, you know, their, their scores and like their, their permit, their life, you know, to them, you know, at the end of the day. So it's very interesting. And, you know, do you think like having to be like a minimalist kind of help out prioritize like what you need to take care of as far as bills and your spending habits? Yeah, I mean, I, that can be a good reflection of, you know, why people don't, you know, really worry about that too much. Yeah. Um, you know, because I met a lot of minimalists where, you know, they're just like, ah, like I, I pay cash for things. Right. Oh, or, yeah, you know yeah. what I mean? Uh -huh. And it's like, that's cool. But what happens when you go to get a car and, you know, you don't have the cash, you don't have $40,000 to put on it, you know, yeah, certain things talking. like that. So it's, you know, it, it's I guess you can say it's good that some people are minimalist, but at the same time, it's very it's better to be aware and be subconscious of, you know. Um, of what's going on with the reports, you know? Yeah, definitely, definitely. Because, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm starting to notice, like, I mean, it's always been important, but, like, your credit is, like, everything nowadays. Yeah. Like, this is how they read you, like, how you're, like, they want to know, are you able to finance money? Yeah. Really? You know, it's going to get to a point where it's probably going to affect people getting a job. It's certain, like, yeah. you know yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah. So, so, so like, credit like, put it this way, man. Yeah, I, mean, yeah. I use this example all the time. Put it this way. Let's say... You um you you meet someone right? They ask you for money. Like yeah, they said, yeah. they ask you for a thousand dollars, right? Yeah. And um they ask you for a thousand dollars, but you don't know them. Okay. So before you lend to them, you want to ask people that know them. Yeah. Hey, you know, you know, is this person uh, reliable? Will they pay me back? Right? You know, what's their track record? You're not going to just lend to people that you don't know, right? So in in you know retrospect, if you are going into a car dealership or let's say you're going into a loan place, right? Yeah. And um, you know you're asking for money. That's what you're doing. You know you're asking for lending power. Um, they they don't know you, so their friends that know you is going to be experienced, transient, and Equifax, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, so yeah, that's yeah. how you know that's how it works. I like that. Yeah. Okay. yeah. 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 And 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 I want people to I want people to really really hear this and tune in. So we're gonna turn down or off the bed music, y'all. This is some serious topics here. Um, well, I want to get back to what you said about the uh, negative negative marks mm -hmm. on, on the credit. And you know, sometimes negative marks can't they be things like you said people never knew about or just like. Uh, uh, Credit cards that they've yeah. never paid back, credit bills that they've never paid back, but they've been financed, mm -hmm. and that thing is a negative mark sometimes for what, like a couple of years, right? Uh, not even a couple, man. I mean, I, I've seen things where you know there, there's this like there's this thing going around where you know it's like a statute of limitations, right? Where it's like seven years for like a negative mark, right? With seven years is a very long time. If you're 20, it's not coming up till you're 27. But there's like little loopholes, right? That um, if they contact you over the phone and you verify yourself, that can restart the clock. So a lot of times, you, if you can probably imagine, if you're a collections company or if you're a creditor that, you know, they owe you money, uh, you're going to be probably calling oh, yeah. weekly, monthly, whatever mm -hmm. the case is. Mm -hmm. And if you happen to pick up and, you know, you, you you verify your identity, they say, hey, you know, Chris, you know, this Chris, you said yes, um, then that resets your clock. So you could be on year seven, it could be getting ready to come off, yeah. and then, you know, it restarts the whole clock of seven years. So a lot of people don't know that as well. Yeah, that's just insane. Wow. Yeah. And just by by points, like, you notice, it, 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 
having bad uh, negative marks on on your credit knocks so much points off. Oh, but yeah. you know, trying to come back up by paying off debt, paying off debt, it, it brings that number back up by by you know just increments, just a little bit yeah. increments. Well, so the, what? well, the reason why I'll, I'll tell you that uh, the reason why is because there's a big misconception of you know people paying back their debt. So a lot of times people think that oh I this item went to collections or I owe this company uh, for you know five months ago, whatever it is. Um, you know, the first the first reaction is to, oh, I'm going to pay them to make it right. You know, it, morally, yeah, it makes sense. But, you know, that's not how the game's played, unfortunately. When you actually pay them, it doesn't, like, they don't remove it from your credit report. You know, they don't, it doesn't help you that much at all. So that's why, you know, my services come you know, into play because, you know, people don't know that. So why would you pay them when you can pay someone to get all your items removed within three to five days or 10 to 14 days? Depending on like what's on the report that needs to take care of. Yes and no. So to get into that, um, you know, a lot of times people ask me what like what separates my company um, from other competitor companies. Because there's thousands out there, right? Yeah, for sure. Um, but there's one thing that separates my you know company from theirs, and it's time, right? Mm. The duration. So when it comes to you know most credit repair companies, they um, you know they take a long time. You know, a lot of times people have heard of like the Lexington Laws. They've heard of like, you know, the creditrepair.com. They've heard of like certain companies that are pretty big out there, but they just take a long time. And even with that, the items may not still come off because they're not leveraging the the right laws, you know, and they're not doing the right thing. So, you know, on average, I've seen, you know, average credit companies or even great credit companies get your items off within three to four months. Sometimes it takes six months to a year, right? And you're paying them monthly. The way my service works is you pay me one time. And depending on if you've had credit repair done in the past, then that's going to determine how long it takes. So let's say, for example, you have a negative item on your report or a few of them on your report. Um, if you've never tried to remove those items through another credit repair company or yourself even, then I can get it off within 24 hours to five business days. Uh, but if you have, then it's going to be like around 10 to 14 business days from there, which is still 10 times faster than any other credit repair Definitely, definitely. Because you're right. A lot of these credit repair companies, they're like their duration is everything. Yeah. And so you know, we're in a society where people are like, I want fast results. Yeah, exactly. Like you can get me done in three, exactly. five days. Yeah. Like, I'm a, you yeah. know. So that's real. Yeah, that's, that's, that's super important. You know, like we live in a micro generation, right? So yeah. people want things fast. And so that's what we, you know, that's why we are so, like, so successful with our business because our duration is faster than anyone's in the country. So oh, yeah. with that, I mean, you kind of can, um, you can guarantee certain things, you know, when you're in my position and you could, you know, you, you have that kind of confidence where I can look at you in your eye and say, you know, this is how long it's going to take. And there's no like gray area because a lot of times you ask credit for a company, you know, how long they're going to give you, well, well depends. And, yeah. you know, and yeah, I hate the word depends. Me too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, what do you mean it depends? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> can you do it or yeah. not? Yeah, yeah, exactly, right? All, yeah. And when did you personally start to really take your credit score seriously? And what was the what was your credit score when you first ever yeah, checked that for out? Sure. So um I think so like just kind of back you know back up to like when I was like 17, 16, 18, right? My grandpa always told me, you know, credit is everything, credit is everything, right? So, you know, when you hear that, 
you you kind of process it but at that age you don't really know what that means right you're just like oh you know it's important but you don't really know exactly what you need to do to make sure that you're on top of your credit yeah. so you know the first thing that happened to me was when i was 18 and went to college right i think we spoke about this before um went to college and i really didn't go to like school really i just was there for soccer but um <laughs> but um you know i went we went to college and you know you see those booths up about you know from wells fargo you see these booths up about like capital one and they're like saying oh you get this college credit card that you can easily get approved for right you know what i mean right. and yeah, so like I that so i was just like all right bet like that that sounds that sounds like free money to me right yeah, and so yeah. <laughs> so um i got that and then um from there it was one of those things where i was just like okay um i didn't really know how this works but it was just funny because when i was using it i see my balance go up right so i've seen like they, i think they gave me like an 800 dollars loan or something like that right and i was wondering okay why is my balance going up because i'm used to a debit card at that time yeah, exactly. so if you're on a debit card and in checking and savings account you know <laughs> yeah, the, when your balance goes up like you know you're you that's know you're, it's good right yeah. you know so i was like okay how is this working out like how every time i spend money on this credit card my balance is going up you know so like i you to spend yeah money. so i'm like okay yeah. this is dope like money. credit cards are like you know lit so yeah. um and so yeah it got to the point where it reached the limit and like it stopped working and i was like yo like what's going on like you know i have like i got four thousand dollars yeah i was like i have i think i had like 850 or i had something like that on there at an 800 limit and so i was just like dang like why is it not working i have more than enough called them and they were like yeah like you're over your limit and i was like what are you talking about like you know so that's how that worked that's how that started and i started realizing really quick that like you know uh how important credit is and you know that trashed my score to like probably 500 or something like that and i don't even know what my scores before but i don't know what it was like it was like 500 like low 500 and then um from there on out i started taking it very serious and then i got in i started this business five years ago and you know because I, I you know with, when, when you mess up to a certain extent you start to gain knowledge faster so that's why i always tell people like don't be afraid to fail because you're going to learn faster and you can be able to like teach other people like, you know, do what you did for real no, no for real because like i had mc hammer come to our school mm -hmm. and he had a one hour you know mm -hmm. seminar just yeah. talking about business that's a perfect guy isn't he perfect guy. <laughs> you know because he knows like yeah. that 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 failing like losing yeah. that much and then coming back yeah you know yeah. what i'm saying mm -hmm. And it just hearing like certain people like, what can he do to teach? I was like, the person who went through it yeah, yeah. can teach you a lot. Yeah, so yeah. that statement alone is real. Yeah, like, I've been through it before, so you know, yeah. I, I, I know the route now. Yeah, yeah. We appreciate people like you guys, man, appreciate like it. to help yeah. out people's credit because. You know, I made the same rookie mistake going into college. Yeah. I got that credit card, bro. Yeah. And I saw a balance. I was like, I ain't never seen this much money. <laughs> That's going up and up and up. Man, so yeah. I, I understand. That's yeah. real. And the days because, like you said, they, they don't teach us about that. Oh, they don't man. teach us about that. They just say, hey, here's a credit card. Then they want you to go into that debt, pay them off, interest, etc. Mm -hmm. So, so Chaz, let, let's let's role play. I'm a client coming to you, right? Mm -hmm. um, talk to me how how important it is to really utilize good debt because when, whenever you talk to somebody about credit score, all you say is like, um, I mean, you could say like, listen, get debt get there but they're scared so yeah. so so, so how, how could you tell me like look look uh, after we repair go and get yourself some more debt because uh, like what would you say yeah yeah so there's a couple things right so you know i i deal with a lot of clients where they all have just like they only have negative items okay so if you only have negative items and remove those negative items your scores gonna go down to zero 
Okay, so you're gonna have like a blank score. It's gonna have a line where there's no calculated score, uh, right? Uh, so the first thing you need to do at that point is a couple of things, right? Get into a trade line, which a trade line you can purchase. Um, you know, usually trade lines are only available like they they'll only stay on your report for like three months because they have to like cycle, you know, those trade lines to yeah. people, right? Uh, that's good if you're looking to get into a car or a loan. You're looking to get something within that time, right? It's a good like cheat code to like hurry up and get a quick fix. Um, another thing you can do, which I highly recommend, is you find a family member or a close friend who has credit cards or has like a credit card that has good history, mm -hmm. you know, preferably over two years and has never missed a payment, right? Mm -hmm. And because the reason why that's affected, because unlike the trade lines, um, they're going to keep you on that. So you're going to always have that history and it's kind of like piggybacking, right? So, you know, like for example, if you have a mom, that you know has good credit and she you know has a you know credit card that has a good amount of age the limit doesn't really matter too much it's all about age right so they, if she puts you on as an authorized user it doesn't hurt her it, whatsoever it doesn't hurt her you know at all um it only helps you and it could hurt you if she decides to miss a payment you get what i'm saying yeah. so um that's always a good option i always recommend people do that because it's free it you know and then uh the third thing is you know going out and getting, getting a secured card a secure card is going to be super important at that time because, you know, you a secure card, what it is, is actually you put like a $200 on it, on this card, and it's like your deposit, but that's your limit. Okay. So it gets you going because at that point, if you have a zero, if you have a zero score, just by you adding one credit card that has like not even a month of age, that's going to put you to 700 already. So it doesn't take that, it's not that hard to get to 700, it's just making sure you have no negatives and make sure you have some positive items. So to answer your question about like debt, good debt versus bad debt, I mean, self-explanatory, when you think about bad debt, it's just those negative items that are pulling you, your, your score down, right? Yeah. When you okay. think about good debt, I mean, you want to have good debt because that shows that you, A, can make payments on time, and B, you can manage your money the right way. Oh, and they, and they make it really see. Oh, yeah, you you put multitasker on your resume, right? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> for real. Yeah, for real. Oh, yeah, okay, yeah. That's good information, man. Yeah, 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 yeah it is. Yeah, for real. And uh, let's see, let's see, let's see, because yeah, a lot of this, you know, a lot of this, I want to give information to people because do my research on it as well, and and I, and I know, I know you know what I know because mm -hmm. we talked about it. Yeah. Um. So so let's talk about how you would how you would convince somebody. Instead of spending two thousand dollars cash, mm. spend it on your credit card because you're going to spend that money anyway. anyways. Yeah, yeah. Oh, so so that's, so that's perfect. So um, you know, a lot of people like they know me. You know, people that know me, they know that I rarely use my debit card. Um, I don't. I don't see why people use their debit card yeah. because when it comes to your credit card versus your debit card, you know, it's very self-explanatory, right? If you use your debit card your balance just goes down right you know and you know you make you might get paid with your debit card right so that's why your balance goes up but at the end of the day it's not doing anything for you it's not. right it's really and so with the credit card depending on what kind of credit card you have whether you have a rewards card that gives you you know points back money back yeah. uh flight route you know flight credit flight points stuff like yeah. that so why not use that to your advantage and get these points rack up these points so depending on what kind of card you have and secondly um why pay now we can pay later so yep. you know if you're paying on your credit card once a month or twice a month whatever you're doing i recommend once a month um let's say something costs a thousand dollars right 
and you know for one you can get points for purchasing like a laptop whatever you're going to purchase right yeah um if you pay with your debit card that money's just gonna go out and yeah. that's it yeah. you pay with your credit card not only do you have to you know not only do you get points but you don't have to pay right then and there but also make sure that you actually have the money on your debit card before you know you do that <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah don't 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 be crazy just because you got a credit card ladies yeah. and gentlemen yes and also too let's not forget about the cash back rewards mm -hmm. that a lot of credit cards offer mm -hmm. um pe people i've heard somebody tell me like this like oh why would i get a credit card that says okay spend a thousand dollars within 60 days and get 250 back why, why would i do that and that's only going towards the balance no 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 that two 50 is in your pocket ladies yeah, yeah. and gentlemen you're gonna spend that thousand dollars on something anyway that 250 even if you may put it towards your balance it's money that you got somewhere else it's money that you're not gonna get from just spending in cash or spending your debit card and on you top got of that, that money somewhere else so you can put it towards whatever you want have 250 yeah. in your pocket you so you got 250 and on top of that i mean i mean Everyone, I believe, spends a thousand dollars anyways a month. So exactly. why not? Anything yes. on anything, yeah. and people just get this kind of like uh, a credit card, card. debit card. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> yeah. And you know, um, I used to listen to a lot of Dave Ramsey. The Dave yeah. Ramsey fans get really, really scared of debt and get really, really scared of credit cards. I used to listen to Dave Ramsey a lot. He he taught me how to do the little baby steps and everything. But I was still I was still swiping my credit yeah. card here and there yeah. and and getting those points. Yeah. They got this feature on the app where you can. Choose a certain store that you're gonna go to, activate, and you get like double points. Yeah, it's crazy. <laughs> so it's like, let's get this money. Yeah. <laughs> and you know, and I think that the most important thing people have to understand is that, you know, it's not the credit card's fault, mm -hmm. right? A lot of people like chop up their credit card or like think that credit cards are the you know the devil, and it's just like okay, like you have to understand who's the problem. And because there's many, there's many people that are using credit cards to their advantage. Why aren't you? And if it's and if it's a you problem, then a, then understand that. And you know, I, I, I meet clients all the time. They're like, yeah, I personally can't do credit cards. Like, I don't trust myself. And it's like, okay, so that's fine. But if you don't have that type of discipline, then I mean, what are you doing? You know yeah. what I mean? Like, you have to get a hold of that. And yeah. you know, I think you you asked like a couple minutes ago. Um, what would I say to convince people, you know, to use their credit and like to understand that this is the way you have to do it? Well, I personally don't have to convince them so much. I would just tell them walk into a car dealership and try to get a car. Yeah. yeah. Real talk. <laughs> like that's 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 a loud statement. There yeah. you go. It is. Yeah. Try to get yourself yeah. a car. Even a used car, try. Yeah. They're gonna they're gonna have they to run gonna your have stuff. They're gonna have a response then, I'm telling yeah, you. Yeah, they yeah. Have to run your stuff. Yeah. And, and and that's where that's where credit score comes into a, a big play of things because um, let's also let's also talk about before we banter talk about um, let's say that um, I've had a credit card that I've had trouble paying off because I'm bad with money mm -hmm. I've paid it off for two years no it was a four thousand dollar credit card I paid it off in two years thank goodness now that I, that I have that two years accumulated should I cut it up? What, 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 what should I do no, after that? definitely not. So there's a couple... There's a couple yeah, um, should I call and discontinue it? No, yeah. you know why? So I'm going to tell you one reason why you do not ever want to close a credit card. A lot of times people like close it mm -hmm. and I look on their credit reports and it says that they've had this credit card for 10 years, but it's closed. So that's very frustrating because because it's closed, not only will your credit score drop because you closed the account, but that's so many years that you could still be getting, you know, hist credit history for. So a lot of times people ask me, okay, Charles, how do I get to 800 or, you know, join the 800 club, 850 club, right? And the first thing I always tell them is, how old are you, first of all? 
that's very, very important because you cannot have an 800 credit score unless you have nine years of credit worthiness, right? Yeah. So, so no matter what you, no matter what, yeah, no matter what you do, if you don't have nine years of credit worthiness, then you know you're not going to be an 800, you know, 800 score or above. Second thing is how many accounts do you have, right? Not only credit cards, but a car, installment loans, uh, it could be even student loans that you're paying on time, right? Yes, things like that. So, if you don't have over 10 accounts you're not gonna have an 800 credit score. So there's irony. Yeah, so it's just like, (laughs) there's a whole bunch of like factors to get there and it's time, right? Um, A lot of times people like think that just because they have no negatives and they've had a, they have two, three, four credit cards, you know, for the past eight years or seven years, six years, that they should be in the 800 you know, score and above. Yeah. You know, you don't have enough skin in the game. So if you started your credit at 20, you're 27, yeah. you know, it's not going to happen. It's not going to happen. <laughs> yeah, it's not right. That's real. Yeah. But on top of that, too, like the 800 club is, is a status thing at, at the end of the day. Like if you have a 750 or even a 780, then it's just, you get the same thing as you get with the 800 credit <laughs> oh, score. So it doesn't really matter. Okay. It's just like an Even in some thing. cases, a 680 in some cases. Yeah. Some cases. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, 680. But, but when it comes to like, um, getting a lot of lines of credit, like for example, American Express, they won't even look at you unless you have like a 720 and a recommendation, like a, re- a referral from someone who already has American Express. Oh, uh, yeah. Okay, okay. So it's like there's certain things that you know, you have to have to get in certain credit cards, mm-hmm. and you know with income, of course, as well. But um, yeah, 680 will get you a lot of things as well. But um, most, especially now with like coronavirus going around, mm-hmm. they're getting a little bit more strict. So you have to have a higher score now to like get a lot of things. Uh, yeah, uh-huh. yeah, yeah. With people trying to you know dodge payments, yeah, doing yeah, the yeah. deferment thing. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. What I tell people all the time: the key to life, I believe, is to work really hard and then make it to where you don't have to really work or focus on your businesses and you have retire early. Yeah. Retire retire as soon as possible. So, you know, I start to fade out a lot of, on a lot of my businesses. I have six total Mm. where I don't even focus on them anymore. And I just like let my team run it or let, you know, an automation program run it. And so it's hands-free, you know, at the end of the day. And so, um, so in the next probably year or two, um, my credit business will be more like that, you know, to where I have a big enough team to where I don't have to really like talk to any clients and, you know, it sounds bad to say that I'm getting away from like talking to clients, but, <laughs> but I believe that if you teach enough people to know what you know, then you yeah, know and you got to focus on that gives you time to focus yeah. on different things, yeah, putting yeah, exactly. out fires, yeah. and you know exactly, yeah, exactly. Like that. And then uh, I know there's a quote that you had uh, posted. It was um, credit repair is not a bill. Mm-hmm. You know, speak yeah, yeah. more on that, man. Yeah, yeah. Let people know, hundred percent. So great investment. So like m- one of my biggest pet peeves, I would say, is um. I can't stand when people come to me and they're like, Hey, um, I'm, I need to get into this house by next week. <laughs> I, I know that you could get my negative items off in 24 hours, three days, five days. That works out perfectly. You know, I need your help. Okay. So first thing there's, you know, like there's a couple of situations that have to take place, right. For me yeah. to get that done that fast. Right. And I don't like being put in that position because if they've had credit repair done in the past, yeah. then I automatically tell them this is going to minimum take 10 to 14 days, mm-hmm. even though that's still fast as hell. Um, I don't like being in that position because it's like, okay, you're only coming to me because last minute you want to get your credit fixed just to get a house. Yeah. Why are you not, why did you not get this taken care of before? Yeah. You get what I'm saying? Right. Yeah. And so when you said, when I say like, you know, credit is, you know, is not a bill. Um, it frustrates me when, people only seek credit repair when they need credit repair. Yeah. Instead of yeah, right. like, 
you know, sitting on the couch, not needing anything, not needing a home, a car, a loan, anything like that. And yeah, understanding yeah. like, hey, I need my credit fixed. I'm going to get this taken care of now so that in the future, if I do need my credit, I have it available. You know, that's real. Yeah. 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 Prioritize that, ladies and, and they try to get a house like that. Man, that's just so like impulsive. Yeah, like, I hate it. I hate it. <laughs> like, that is so yeah. impulsive. Yeah. And it's like, you know, I can Mark, do it. It's crazy. You know, I can do it. But it's just like, yo, like, come on, man. Like, you could have hit me up even two weeks ago. Yeah. You know, you're trying to get a house. So, like, you know, your credit score is bad. Like, why didn't you, you know? And that's the scarcity with people. Like, you know, um, People will pay anything when it comes to what they when it comes to like what they need. Emergencies, yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's real. yeah, and 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 that's basically like like I think that's probably like the moral of of, of the topic. Like, mm. ladies and gentlemen, don't wait till the last minute to get your finances right. Ladies and gentlemen, do not uh, worry about your credit score when it's far too late. Mm. I I think even even teens. Uh, need to keep track of their credit credit score with apps and make sure also too, uh, you know, people at risk of fraud, yeah. people at risk of, of, of somebody finding their credit card or, or finding their social, mm. using it, putting all these things, ooh, putting all these things on their credit report that just drops the points down, mm. you know, um, as I know we don't think about this a lot, but you know, as we get older and older, Hey, it, it is, it used to be the dollar is king. Look at these times now. Yeah. The, the, the credit is is turning to the prince, yeah. and credit is gonna be ultimately what anyone's gonna look at for for certain things. You know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? So, um, I, I really think that uh, that that's very important. Not yeah. to wait last minute. Check your credit score. And Chaz, I thank you so much for yes. coming on, my man, alumni, back again. And, and you got to join us for a News or Forget Next Week segment, all right? Yeah, yeah, You'll yeah, love that one. News or Forget Next Week. Yeah, next week, uh, we're going to hit some of that up. Yes. But y'all uh, uh, can contact Chaz at thesecretcredithacks.com. Go ahead and let the people know where to find you on social media. Any, yeah. Anything else that you got you know, popping off that we didn't mention? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So social media, my Instagram is at chaz.wolf. So it's C-H-A-Z-Z dot wolf, W-O-L-F. Uh, DM me if you have any questions, free consultation, of course. Um, that's important. Uh, free consultations are very important because you get to see, you know, what your credit is and ask me questions directly. If not me, one of my team can, you know, assist you. They know just as much as me. So, yeah, reach out to me if you have any questions. Oh, yeah. Next up, that 800 Club. Yeah, yeah. But, uh, Kariga, where can they find you? And y'all can find me on Instagram and every other platform on the Internet. Under X C A R I G A, that's Kariga. The X is silent. Appreciate y'all. Yes, yes, y'all. And of course, you can find me at www.moreofeverythingmedia.com, at M O E X Media, Instagram and Twitter. Personal Instagram and Twitter is at First Pick C E E, First Pick C. Ladies and gentlemen, please, if you're watching this live, share this now, like this now. Contact Room Service Radio LV for the plug, man. And it's the place where no one's got us like us. Comment, like, subscribe, all that good stuff. And um, and we can't wait to give y'all more knowledge next week. So thank you for tuning in. We'll see y'all on another time. Peace. Peace.